Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Quickly and Ilyasly find floors. Text line for a couple, and then we'll bring aboard Elliot Friedman just to give Elliot a bit of a sampling of the sentiment that is out there and the range. Uh, Tom says, Bob, uh, the provinces have larger issues, so the distraction is not needed. I get it with the NHL. However, there will truly be little to no risk to have teams move around. If regular Joes can fly commercial right now, is there any greater risk with teams on a charter uh, and in, in hotels with daily testing? That text comes in. And again, you can text us at any time at 780 However, Trevor says, I hope they cancel the World Juniors and the NHL season. This is what Trevor says. Non-essential workers can't work. I can't see my family at Christmas. I couldn't gather with my friends to mourn the passing of our friend's grandpa. But hey, let's play hockey. This is a bunch of BS. He adds, I hope they have an outbreak. Wow. Uh, Trevor, hang in there, man. Sounds like you're going through a tough, tough time. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Without further ado, we are joined by our Oilers Now headliner today for Touchback Safety. Stay safe in the job while saving time and money with an all-new blended learning courses from Touchback Safety. Discover your safety training solutions today at touchbacksafety.com for the River Cree Resort Casino, Elliot Friedman. Hi, Elliot. How you doing? I'm doing well. So I have one last question in Max's multiplication to get through here with you. So okay. we're going to do it. We're going to do it while we're doing this. Okay. Now, now, you did you take stats university? No. Are you crazy? Well, I, I was taking Joe courses in university. I wasn't taking stats. I took stats two forty one. There's like six guys in the class and forty seven nurses. So if he if he needs any help, <laughs> I was pretty good in that course. Okay, uh, he's pretty good, but I uh, so noted, uh, so noted. Uh, if I what need is, help closing this, I'll ask you. What does he think of Corsi? <laughs> I'm not even going there yet, Bob. Thanks. All right, that. that's Can pretty you, funny. What are you, What are you hearing on this uh, Chris Johnson's update yesterday <laughs> around four thirty Eastern? Go ahead. Go ahead. You uh, go ahead. All right. Uh, what, what's the latest? Uh, is, is the league working with the respective provincial jurisdictions to try to put this together? Well, this is this is what happened. So it started to get out, and I think this is where Chris 
Hold on, Max. Wait a sec, bud. Go ahead. You can take a bit of a break. So there was a, a start. It started to leak on Wednesday night. And basically what happened was that there was a problem. And Chris got the scoop and he did a great job with the story yesterday. And the league informed the players yesterday that the worst case scenario, Bob, was that the Canadian teams could end up in the U.S. Now, I think there's... Some other things they're going to try first. Number one, obviously, I think they're still going to try to communicate with the various provincial governments, and I think the federal government is lurking in the background uh, to try to sort this out. That's obviously the preferred. And then, you know, for example, then what happens if they can't sort it all out? Um, do they have to start in a hub in Canada? Does one team, like, you know, say for argument's sake, because I think we all kind of know that the the most stern province when it comes to this is BC, would the Canucks have to share a building with somebody else? Like, just for argument's sake, Bob, would the Canucks have to come to Edmonton and play out of there? Um, you know, like that. And so I think all of these things are going to be discussed. You know, Chris is right. Uh, there is a possibility if this doesn't work that the seven teams could have to go to the States. But I think that's the last case scenario and not what anybody wants to do. Uh, all right. Uh, and part of it has to do with how BC tracks, I'm led to believe, tracks COVID. Uh, they have uh, a very specific model that they follow, one that ha- provides very little wiggle room in case there is a positive uh, case. And, and, and you are, I mean, logic dictates, look at the NFL, though you're talking about 120 to 150 people in a compound with football instead of maybe 45 to 50 with hockey. You know there has there has been players that I mean look at the Baltimore Ravens. So each each jurisdictions. I guess the crazy thing for me, Elliot, mm-hmm. look at the numbers in BC and Alberta, the, the death rates per million. Like California, has, of all the NHL uh, states, California's mm-hmm. got the lowest death rate, and it's triple out of either Alberta or BC. And so, you know, just, Bob, Bob, like, like, here's the thing for me, okay? Like, and and I don't think BC is the only province here. I think they've also had to wrangle with both Ontario and Quebec too. Um, is that, you know, it, it just, I don't understand how, like, I could finish this call right now. Yep. And I could hop in my car, and I could drive to the airport, Pearson here in Toronto. I could buy a ticket to Vancouver, and I could get on a plane. I could fly to Vancouver. Yep. And these players, they're going to be traveling private. They're going to be tested. Like, hey, I, like, I understand. Like, 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 look, I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Like, I get it. We want to be secure. We want to be smart. I just don't understand why. And I'll tell you this, like myself, I've had two tests in the past two months, both negative. Okay. And, but the last one was a few weeks ago. I could get on a plane right now. Without a test. Without a test. Yeah, I I don't get it. Whereas the protocol that's in place, the players would be tested multiple times a week. In the NFL, they're tested every day that they're at practice or in a game. I I think that they would be tested every day. I think think they'd be tested every day. So what this has kind of done is thrown everything into a bit of limbo. Now, the... The the players have an executive board call tonight. Yep. That's the the player reps of all 31 teams. So they have, and it's not a vote, at least, and, and unless they get everything else sorted out. 
but they're going to be kind of updated on where everything stands. Now, as for the rest of the return to play stuff, I think they're close. I think I, I've gotten some clarity on this. I think one of the biggest remaining issues is AHL salaries because the AHL has a deal with the Professional Hockey Players Union, the PHPA, and basically for people who aren't familiar with it, the PHPA is the union for players who are in the AHL and the ECHL. And, they, and, and what that, there is a deal that they've agreed to, the AHL and the, that, that union, to prorate salaries. So this year, um, for example, if the AHL plays, say, 40 games, yep. you get that prorated number. And it's now the, the NHLPA, as you know, there's no prorated salaries for this year. They're getting 72% of their gross based on their deal with the league. So apparently that's an issue, and I don't know how they're going to sort that one out. But as the last thing I heard, that was one of the big remaining issues. Because that would pertain, obviously, to a taxi squad, as an example. If five players were kept on a taxi squad and they're paid their American League contracts, and the NHL players would say, well, those guys got to be paid 72% full. Because that's yeah. what we're getting paid, but the existing deal with the miners is that they would get it prorated. Oh man, that's going to be a tricky one there as well. Yeah, uh, so that's one of the. I heard that that is one of the biggest remaining issues, right. and uh, I think there, I think that's also been a source point, a source spot between the two unions too. Uh, other than Trevor, that doesn't want any hockey anywhere on the planet. Uh, most people would love to see a Canadian division. I think that's an absolute given. Obviously, your network would love it. Uh, Chorus would love it here at Edmonton. Uh, what about the players playing in a hub? I thought they were sort of opposed against, I mean, would, would we be talking about a short-term hub? Like, would it be, you know, in Edmonton for maybe eight games over two weeks for each of the seven Canadian teams? How, how in theory would that work? And would that well, fly? Hubs have gained, like, a week ago, I wrote about hubs, and I had players telling me we have not heard a thing about hubs, and now they've started to hear about hubs. So it's clear to me what happened, uh, Bob, was that the NHL was always working on a contingency plan, as they should. It would be stupid not to. Uh, they were working on a contingency plan, and then when it became more and more close to reality, they brought it up to the players. And in Canada, initially the three cities they were talking about were Edmonton, Montreal, and Toronto. I think Montreal was out um, because uh, just what was going on in Quebec. And, you know, I, I, I heard that both Edmonton and Toronto were still on the board. And I know there was a story in Edmonton today, but I, I believe both cities are still there. In the States, I've heard it's um, Columbus, Newark, and Vegas, although somebody told me Arizona was a possibility too. Um, so I think what it is is a hub for as little as possible. The preference among the players, the team, and the league is to play in your own building. Um, however, numbers go up, there is a realization that may, that may not be possible. So, And now with this Canadian division thing or, or, the, or what's going on with the governments, you know, it's a real challenge. It's, it's a huge challenge. I think, Bob, like I said, the preference is your own building, but there's a growing realization we might have to start in hubs. 
Does logic dictate that this is going to push things back further? I mean, is it unrealistic to think training camp January 3rd, puck drop January 13th? I don't know, Bob. I think so. Like, it makes sense to me, but, you know, like, to me, they're not giving up hope. The other thing that could happen here, Bob, is if there's no exhibition games, and, like, one player said to me, if you're not in shape and ready to go now, it's your own fault. They've all been skating. A ton of them have been playing. Like, a couple of guys said to me, do you really need 10 days? Now, to me, I think it's more likely it's later than January 13th now. Yes. But people have told me they're not giving up hope. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's incumbent upon organizations in every form of business. Don't sit there and bury your head in the sand and just give up. you got to keep battling, and that's what we're, we're going to continue to see here. Very quickly, on some actual hockey news, is it yep. true that Anthony Duclair turned down a three-year deal in the $4 million range from the Ottawa Senators at one point? I have not heard that to be true. Um, there have been a lot of rumblings about what exactly Duclair has turned down. Um, I had heard it was two times 325. The best information I've got is that was the number. Um, I, I, now, I, I heard a report about four times four. I don't believe that's true. Like, Bob, where, you know, did you, where did you see that three times four? I, two, I thought I saw it out. I thought I saw it actually come out of Ottawa. So maybe I'm wrong. I, maybe I'm wrong on the number. The number I heard was two times three, two, five. Yeah. That's what I heard. And the source is pretty good. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's 100% right, but I would tend to believe the person who told me. Um, like I said, two times 325 was what I heard. Now, Duclair is supposed to speak to the media tomorrow. I'm hoping to get a chance to talk to him. I really want to talk to him about the whole process. As we know, he let go of his agent. He represents himself. Um, I know there are some agents who, after he signed last night, were reaching out to me to say, see, this is why you need an agent. Um, I want to reserve judgment to hear because if he has a good year, maybe, you know, he beats his second year and what was future uh, offered to him. But it's going to be tough in, in a league where the cap is going to be really tight. Whatever the case, I, I want to hear what he has to say and what he thought about the process. But from what I know, three times four two five, Bob is is not correct. But okay, that's, well, that's all I've heard. Well, that's excellent to uh, get uh, some clarification on. Elliot, have you heard anything about them possibly pushing back the twenty twenty one NHL entry draft? You know, I like like uh, Bruce Garriott reported that in the Ottawa Sun. Um, I had not heard that before. Um, I like. I'm sure that that idea has been thrown out there. Like, I think one of the things we're really learning right now, uh, Bob, is there's a lot of stuff being thrown out there. So it's like, <laughs> like you know, like Chris's report yesterday. It may not happen, but that doesn't mean it's not being discussed, right? And so when I saw Bruce's report, it may not happen. I think there's a lot of people against that idea, but it doesn't mean it hasn't been talked about. And that's kind of the way I look at it. Um, like the, the biggest problem with that is that if you do that, then, you know, for example, whoever drafts first overall, you're not going to have that player in the NHL next year. Right. There you go. 
So that's that's an issue. Um, so, uh, but but I will say this: there's a lot of talking about, you know, what do we do for the draft this year to make it equitable or fairer or you know whatever it is I mean, that we do. We're gonna we were gonna have Dylan Gunther on the show, who is the highest rated player in Canadian Major Junior Hockey for the upcoming draft. Uh, we're gonna move him to Monday when we have a chance to have a little bit more time with him. I mean, I have a lot of empathy for those kids. I mean, uh, oh, too. you know, John Sexma's son uh, Joel is playing for the Red Deer Rebels this year, and and I mean, some of those kids are looking to get drafted. Uh, some of them it might be their last year of junior, and this might be it for you know, unless you know, I mean, maybe they've come to terms that they're not gonna play hockey. Like I just feel bad for everybody involved it's a, it's I, do. A tough, tough like, I i totally get it i to, i'm yeah. totally with you on this like you know i know in the ontario league apparently they've been talking about if they can start like in february for example right um doing like uh, like the, the what i was told they're talking about like potentially 40 games and eight teams make the playoffs and like i like so, and i was saying to someone you know why don't you do like maybe 25 30 games and everybody makes the playoffs like just give the like i would look at it this year like give the kids a chance to play like if if that was me i would say i would set it up so you get a certain amount of runway to create some difference in the standings and then you let everyone go into the playoffs just to give the chance and and that way everybody gets a chance to play meaningful games games that mean something Elliot, this is uh, next uh, Friday is Christmas Day. It's a big day for Max in the Friedman household. So we'll let you we'll let you uh, we'll let you get back to. Uh, so is it true you, when you were at university you you were you were going to actually go into mathematics? You're going to be an honors mathematician. And, uh, and I got to tell you, my father was a CFO for a long time. Yeah. It skipped a generation in my family. I'm telling you that we both know that. <laughs> hey, love having you on, Elliot. Bob, have a great Christmas. Great Christmas to the great people of Edmonton. There you go. That's Elliot Friedman for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Here we go. I, I got to bang these texts off because they're coming in fast and furious. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll give you a prospect update for the Oilers. It was moving day literally for a bunch of the Oilers prospects coming back to North America. And then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do a full uh, roll call on a bunch of the texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. He was one of the first guys back in town hitting the ice. Leon Dreisaitl tells you a lot. All right, let's go to the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Here we go. This text comes in out of Edmonton. It says, I blame my current disappointment. I'm getting my hopes up too high for an all-Canadian division. Yet I strongly agree with the previous texter that perhaps there are bigger things affecting people's lives right now in sport. Our loved ones are dying alone and our livelihoods are falling apart. I'm getting tired of hearing about people arguing over million-dollar salaries. Well, they're not arguing about the money. They're arguing about, they're not even arguing. They're trying to facilitate a mechanism to play in Canada. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Oilers GM has texted me the same thing three times. Bob, if all Canadian teams play in U.S., then Gary Bettman's dreams will come true. I'm here to tell you that uh, I, I know there's a lot of hatred at times for Gary Bettman. He helped the Edmonton Investors Group. 2001 to 2004. I know, I'm going to hazard a guess that he probably didn't think 
that Edmonton would be as strong as market as it turned out to be from 05-06 on uh, when we came out of the 0405 lockout, a, a market that has contributed to revenue sharing in multiple years. But Gary Bettman played a factor in helping out Calgary, Edmonton, and, and Ottawa specifically during some challenging times. Again, you could uh, text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, haven't heard any mention of a great fight and a great decision as uh, Jelena retained her NBA belt last night. So proud to have her as part of our city's sports icons. Well, there you go. There's the plug. I- I'm not surprised. She's pretty good. Uh, this text comes in to say, Bob, out of Edmonton, I believe that the, the, for the mental health of the nation, we need hockey back. The health officials and politicians have taken everything else from us. They have to give us something. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, rich owners and players aside, there are thousands of middle-class folk whose livelihoods depend on having pro sports continue. Uh, Well, some might argue that point uh others would make that point usually the ones this text comes in uh bob why are the ski hills allowed to remain open in bc the hypocrisy is staggering of course there is a report of big white in clone i believe they fired all their staff brendan escott uh because they had a covid19 covid cluster breakout at that time there you go you can text us at 780-496-0063 uh bob i knew you were going to say that says Oilers gm when i credited uh, gary bettman he was just doing his job uh the nhl had to own the coyotes for two years uh, well they might be owning the Coyotes again. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, this text comes in saying, hey, Bob, what about skip the regular season, just have an epic tournament, and we can play it in Antarctica? There you go. Bob, do you expect anything with the incoming Biden administration uh, that would change in the U.S.? Well, I think there'd be some big changes. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063 on our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Uh, Bob, I think uh, just having hockey on TV will encourage many Canadians to stay home to watch the games and thus help the COVID isolation situation. I think most people are already staying home, aren't they? Uh, as a rule of thumb. All right. What do you think, Brendan Escott? I mean, other than you driving back and forth to the studio to turn the uh, lights on and the switches on and get our board up and running, you're pretty much at home most of the time, aren't you? Yeah, which is getting real old, and that's what my next 10 days are going to look like as well. A whole lot of nothing, Bob. <laughs> well, last last night, courtesy of uh, our friend out of Ottawa, A.J. Jakubik, I finally watched the prime documentary on a Brazilian soccer player uh, by the name of Kaiser, who bluffed his way throughout most of the 1980s and 1990s on several of the top teams in uh, Rio, as well as bouncing around Europe, never played a game. Did stuff like start fights in the stands in the name of supporting his owner to get himself a contract extension. Uh, had a uh, scrub player purposely injure him to get a contract extension. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Let's go to the Oilers now. Prospect report brought to you by James H. Brown. Injury lawyers, when accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown want you to stay safe and stay positive.
Okay, we talked goalies on Fridays, and as Bob tweeted out earlier in the week, Olivier Rodrigue is sticking around in Austria, where he's enjoyed a decent season to date. Numbers slipping a little bit recently. Uh, he's playing with Grazers there. He's taken over the starter's role, up to 16 games played now. He's 8-6 and six with a 347 goals against average, and 899 save percentage. Ilya Konovalov backed up Eddie Pasquale in Locomotive's 3-2 loss to Seska Moscow. That was last Saturday. They haven't played since, so he stands pat with a 5-4-1 record, a 9-24 save percentage, and a 2-28 goals against average. Uh, yes, the Pugliarvi coming back to Canada uh, to uh, lots of has left his team Carpat in Finland uh, the guys in Switzerland which include McLeod, Benson and Gaetan Haas and by the way I have Haas ahead of Jujar Kera the other sport line center to start the year uh, they have made their way back to Canada as well the Chisler out of Las Vegas has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line and said this uh, heard you still president of the Harry Ainley Stats Alumni Association is that true? Um, Chisler, I took a class at Harry Inley in IB. Some of you out there would, many of you would know who that was. We had 23 kids in that class, and I was the 25th smartest kid in that class. Like, I was so far down the food line. <laughs> there were some brilliant kids. Um, most of them are called doctors now. But uh, one guy who's not a doctor is coming up at 105. Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. The 7,000 men and women employed in Alberta's horse racing and breeding industry. Keep the text coming. There's a, there's a lot of people fired up about the potential of uh, maybe not seeing the Canadian division come to fruition. And again, part of that would mean uh, if the Canadian teams ended up having to play in the States, they would stick to their traditional uh, divisions. We'll continue down that path after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.